nothing to talk about. I see the energy running out. I got a planet to run around. Okay, okay. It was cool. Um, yesterday I was working on all of the Apple podcast stuff. Yeah, we're officially on Apple podcast. Yeah, we're officially on Apple podcast. And so then it was on my phone. So then I got in the car this morning and I put my phone in and it automatically started playing the, what I was playing, which was the Apple podcast. Mm-hmm. And it was us. I was like, Oh, <laughs> I'm famous. <laughs> How many views? <laughs> Don't ask. <laughs> Don't ask. This is a small. I was slow start. It's been a hobby. <laughs> I was okay. Um, so I was poking a little bit of fun. <laughs> I was poking a little bit of fun at the um, the uh, Catherine Davis' daughter yep. and yep. Annie yep. Thor's daughter started their own podcast, and it's definitely different than ours. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Two white chicks versus two white bros, and. Like some of the so top maybe level games. You know, the rest of the world's like, no, bro, it ain't that different. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I was kind of te- I was making, I was, I was poking some fun at it, which you know, look, it, and I'm humble enough to admit that ours can be, we people more. There's more to say, more funny things to say about ours than theirs. And and, and I got into a conversation with Piam. Oh. <laughs> And I said, yeah, I said, well, I, sh- I shouldn't be poking fun that given that we've only got like 26 viewers. <laughs> I saw like 56 or yeah, maybe coming out 100 viewers. on some of them. And, and you know, I, I'm going to believe Savon and Matt Suzu say so you got to just keep doing it, keep doing it. Yeah. And now that we're on Apple Podcasts, we hope to improve our distribution. Yeah. And then we'll name drop and we'll poke fun at some people, some bigger name people. And that hopefully will then draw them in to watch some us. At some point, we might even have somebody on. We'll be provocative <laughs> enough to that they come. People actually, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a sneaky way to get viewers. It's a progression. Nah. <laughs> Look, we're doing this because we want to uh, get the word out to the affiliate community, kind of share what we do mm-hmm. here. Um, because there's a lot of people that charge money for it and shouldn't be charging money for it. And then we want to provide information, another outlet to our community, our Diablo community, and the PRs All Day clients as to kind of how we do things. Because people don't like reading emails. And this is a little bit of a steal from the email that we put out every week. So it gives us a chance to talk about, you know, all the stuff that we're thinking about so that people can get an idea of what they should be doing with their communities. Mm-hmm. But anyway, hopefully we get a few more viewers. We got one with our Apple hey, podcast. What's up, Travis? One. Okay. Right on Travis. Morning. Oh, red shirt day. <laughs> we don't plan that. Damn it. No, it was not planned. Yeah. Um, anyway, so the, First thing, though, I wanted to talk about is a bit of a provocative topic, um, and it's something I put on my email, and it's, it's something I'm passionate about, and, um, and, and it's CrossFit Cures Chronic Disease, um, and in, in the headliner for this, we're actually going to say CrossFit Cures Cancer, which is really provocative, um, and it's not to say that CrossFit cures all cancers, but it has the capacity to inhibit the growth of cancer. Um, as evidenced by new research, but what, how this came about for me is, um, I've seen an overwhelming amount of data, um, in the various different news feeds that I follow and the, and social media people that I follow related to the incredible benefits, uh, health benefits, uh, meaningful health benefits of, of exercise and specific types of exercise too. Um, building bone density with weightlifting, um, uh, improving memory mm-hmm. through uh, general fitness. Um, and then uh, Rhonda Patrick, PhD, who can be found at, at, 
at found my fitness and she's an excellent one to follow and then even subscribe to her podcast as well and she's a phd out of she's uc berkeley too i think she's berkeley yeah, yeah she's berkeley also and hers was related to because she does a ton of research and data diving she backs everything up she says with the with the data um and the research reports which is great even in her Instagram posts when she posts stuff, she puts the reports and detail behind the, the 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 clinical trials and those types of things. But her latest one was related to high intensity interval training and its effect on cancer cells. And a study that she quoted, and I, um, and I, I, if you go to her Instagram, you can find the study. Uh, I think of what I'll do is I'll end up putting it in the notes, the link to the study in our notes. And I've suspected this, but it is pretty damn fascinating mm-hmm. that, and and it makes sense that high intensity interval training, because of the demand for um, glucose, the 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 demand for glucose from muscles, um, extreme demand for for glucose in muscles, or the glucose uptake by muscles in high intensity interval training, um, it ends up what they found and discovered is that it ends up shutting down. Um, um, other sources that might be drawing in glucose as energy, in mm-hmm. this case, cancer cells. Cancer cells, yeah. So literally high-intensity interval training, and it lasts not just during training, it extends beyond. Mm-hmm. Um, it literally shuts down the, um, the fuel source mm-hmm. for cancer yeah. and inhibits cancer cell growth. That's fascinating as hell. And we know, you know by and large, and, and everybody that gets our email or people that are listening to this podcast know that the, the benefits, the immediate benefits of exercise. And Greg Glassman said it probably, I don't know, I, I want to say like eight years ago, mm-hmm. seven, eight years ago that, you know, CrossFit cures chronic disease. With the um, five buckets? Yeah. And the five, when he talks about the five buckets, five of, buckets death. of death. Yeah. But he re- really was more focused on um, metabolic uh, uh, diseases, chronic, uh, chronic diseases or metabolic diseases, those that are caused by lifestyle. Yeah. By choice. By choice. And what's interesting, and, and there really are very few, if any, at all, cures for chronic disease. These things, the the number of chronic disease is the number one killer in this country. 1.7 million people. I looked up the stat. I knew it was a lot. But we had, you know, in two years, you know, just about a million deaths that were associated with covid but a great deal of those probably wouldn't have wouldn't wouldn't have wouldn't have happened comorbidities from right well comorbidities right a significant number of comorbidities but that were really chronic disease yeah but 1.7 million people a year die from chronic disease which includes uh heart disease uh, hypertension um diabetes Mm -hmm. and uh, uh, stroke other related diseases it's the number one killer in this country and doctor or pharmaceutical companies treat it by treating the symptoms. Yep, band aids. Yeah, band aids. Let's lower your uh, your uh, HDL. Let's lower your cholesterol levels. Yep. Let's lower your blood pressure. Let's um, let's lower your AC one your your uh, AC one for diabetes. Right, all of those things are drugs that just essentially mask. What cholesterol was the, the, the other the, one? The, some of the symptoms yeah. of chronic disease, yeah. and then the actual cause of chronic disease, which is which is basically a sedentary lifestyle with um, excessive amount of calorie intake. Mm-hmm. Um, those are not dealt with. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, un- it's unfortunate, but anyway, so, so Greg Glassman has said, you know, look, the only way to do this is through, through exercise and nutrition. 
in this case, CrossFit, because CrossFit advocates hundred words of fitness, right? Encompasses all of that. Right. Work out and eat healthy. Mm-hmm. And, and so we, in a sense, and there's a number of cases here in this gym where uh, we have helped cure chronic disease. Like one gentleman, I won't say his name just to protect his identity, um, but he went off his high blood pressure medication. Um, he went off his antidepressants, his antidepressants that he'd taken for like 30 years. Wow. And that's another one of the articles that I touched on in my, because there's another, there were more recent studies talking about how exercise literally um, is regular exercise is literally as good or better than antidepressants. Yeah. If you're taking antidepressants, it oh, enhances yeah. Oh, yeah. the benefits of antidepressants. So, and it's, these are, these are clinical trials. And so this data has been, I feel like it's been pouring out through the interwebs lately. Wait, all, especially lately. I mean, right? I think, I mean, we said like a lot of these chronic illnesses are, you know, like that fifth bucket of death, right. Yeah. Is, is, right. Is self self-inflicted. Yeah. But the problem is a lot of people don't really know what to do because right. there's so much input from other companies, other industries that are saying, do this, do that, take this pill or eat this food or don't eat that food because it's it's going to cause heart disease or it's saturated fats bad for you. So there's so much misunderstanding in what is health, you it, know, like how our bodies are supposed to work. That part actually really gets me inflamed as well yeah that's but that's a huge trigger for me it's the creating confusion in nutrition in order to further an agenda yep creating a confusion around exercise in order to further an agenda mm-hmm. right one certain type of exercise is better than a certain type of exercise crossfit yep. doesn't say that nope. crossfit all crossfit did was define fitness that's right right and right. then you read that what is fitness right and that then their, nails it all the, down. their proclamation is CrossFit cures chronic disease. That doesn't mean other exercise, forms of exercise don't cure chronic That's disease. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. We just know that the um, awesome combination of weightlifting, gymnastics, and, mm-hmm. and body weight movements and, you know, eating real and endurance and eating real food does work. Yeah. Um, and it is. So, so what's going to happen? I, I think the prognosis for the healthcare industry is not good. Yeah. Um, I don't see immediate change. I see small changes, uh, maybe coming down the, down the pipeline, but you know, and the number of podcasts I've listened to with respect to the healthcare industry, it is really dominated by the health insurance companies who control the entire process from what doctors are telling you, what doctors are prescribing, what pharmacies, what drugs they have in the pharmacy, mm-hmm. the supply of those, those drugs. That's going to take a long time to change. Well, I mean, looking at the guidelines, like the nutritional guidelines that our, our government puts out, yeah. it comes out every so five that's where years. That's right? where I think it should start. Well, that's where it should start. But even just this most recent one that we're in from 2020 to 2025 is still bogus. Yeah. Like it's it, it's heavily, it's really frustrating. And it, it, it's, it, there's a ton of conflict of interest throughout the whole thing. Well, that's right. And it's, he- that's exactly right. It's heavily influenced by, um, industry that lobby yeah, the politicians to further their agendas, their yeah. personal agendas. So what can be done? And what I put in, in my email and what I think it, it's what I do is like you, you act as a role model. We are the role models um, for our community and our community then becomes the role models for their family and friends. That's the best thing that we can do. So literally we, I can only affect, you know, one person at a time, mm-hmm. you know, in the, what's the the beautiful thing about a CrossFit affiliate is, you know, this morning in 6am at 20 people in class. Yeah. 
I can have some influence over those 20 people. Um, during the warm-up, I preach to them a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, when I talk about the workout, I talk about the impact and the benefits for the human body. They, Our community gets it. We, we, we provide them access to all of the links that talk about the benefits of exercise and proper nutrition. We give them, we create challenges. We, we do all kinds of cool things. CrossFit um, has... Now you mentioned this to me, the L, the L1, the MDL1, the MDL1. So they had the MDL1. I just saw that they're now, they just did their first, um, healthcare practitioner yeah. L1, which is, I mean, I think that's a really good way. I mean, they like starting with the, the medical doctor field, like that's, that's a good start, but I think also touching on all these other healthcare practitioners that have more input, more touches on people, right? It's moving in the right direction. You, you follow, follow at, uh, uh, at CrossFit health too, that you'll see that, you know, they, they, they talk about that a lot, but there are, um, free level ones for, mm -hmm. for MDs. Um, they have to apply. There's a waiting list to get on that, which yeah. that's, are they still doing the MDL ones? Yeah, they are awesome. still doing the MDL awesome. ones and then they're doing healthcare, uh, practitioners as well. So that's cool. Um, and then, um, and then with and then CrossFit was they used to have uh, well Greg Glassman started the mm -hmm. derelict doctors yeah the DDCs. program DDC which was essentially bringing in um, these outside experts that were somewhat against the grain of traditional yeah. medicine um, but that talked about things like uh, the explosion of sugar in the American diet mm -hmm. uh, um, the importance of healthy nutrition for curing chronic disease, especially related to diabetes, mm -hmm. um, high blood pressure and heart disease. And a number of experts that, you know, people that I follow would, would go in Robert Lustig. We talked about yep. him. Um, and, a, and a, num a long list of others. Um, but, um, I think that might be something that I think that would be fun for us to do. I, that was like my first real exposure to like, a professional poking holes in what mainstream medicine is, I yeah. guess you could say. Um, and I think if, if there was a way to bring that back, I think that would be one thing that would kind of continue to help push that needle. Cause right. I mean, that content is still out there. I remember referring some people, some of the old videos that were there when we went to visit that DDC. Yeah. Um, and I think it's just a lot of valuable information that just, it, I think it's a it doesn't get out there otherwise. Right. So, you know, we, I encourage our community to, to, to be healthy, to live a healthy lifestyle, to eat healthy. And sometime with CrossFit events or events that you have at your own, at your own affiliate, you guys, you know, um, alcohol and, mm -hmm. and, and calorie dense foods become part of those celebrations. And I would say, be thoughtful about that. Yeah. Like walk the walk and talk the talk. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're, we're, we've been working on that for, I don't know, 16 years at Diablo. It used to be, um, um, not as important. It's much more important now, primarily because as my wife and I age, but also, um, you know, we're recognizing what's happening, especially after the pandemic, how, yeah, how deadly COVID was to those with chronic disease. Yeah, it was very clear. And especially, uh, people with obesity. And so the only way around that is through, exercise and healthy nutrition and we it's it, it it's important for us the lifeboats that greg glassman talked about mm -hmm. um in a sea of <laughs> chronic disease uh, calorie dense foods and calorie dense drinks 
it, we're that we're that lifeboat, and so we need to walk the walk and talk the talk, and tell our community, encourage our community to share their results, their strength results, their workout results, their health marker improvements. Yeah, with their community, their family and friends, and that's how spread the word. And then we, as affiliate owners, need to do the same, and and put forth uh, challenges and those types of things to help keep our community healthy and help spread the word so that we can fight chronic disease. 1.7 million people in this country. Yeah, I can't imagine worldwide. That number is probably like it's, three, or, sure. three or four Who times knows? that, right? Anyway, enough of the rant. CrossFit <laughs> cures chronic disease. Yeah. And, and amazingly helps starve cancer as well. That's, that's just an awesome, awesome. It's a uh, huge tool. It's a huge yeah, tool that's out there. Piece and, of data. And more people should use it. Yep. CrossFit's get, um, uh, related to what CrossFit's doing, by the way. Yeah. Um, they're doing the Spartan race this weekend in San Francisco Bay Area. And they're probably going to do more of these things. I'm sure this is like the like, guinea pig it as, is. as they're trying so to figure it out. Hopefully they'll execute a little better on the next one. <laughs> the only issue is that so that it was last minute notice. So, so like two, three weeks notice ahead of time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, you know, so it was kind of a, it, which look, I'm I'm totally grateful and glad that they were able to pull it off. Um, you filled out a Google form. This we sent out, we gave a Google mm-hmm. form to our community that CrossFit gave us, and then now they're waiting for their heat times. Yeah. So if you're waiting for your heat time or you're participating, you're another affiliate, you're participating, relax. I talked to Katie Hogan via email. She's the today, she's Bay, the, the North or Bay Area. She's a West Coast regional, West Coast, West Coast regional okay. manager. Okay. And Katie uh, said that uh, another email will be going out today from her with an update, but that your heat times will be distributed. Like people okay. will get heat times by Friday. I know the race is Saturday, uh, but it looks like um, what people at Diablo are telling us is the heat times are going to be later in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's there was like a, a wave of them that did get that promo code and signed yes. up, and they were like at four p.m. I think. Yeah, at four p.m. So it's so it's going to the they're giving CrossFit the last heats of the day. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, like you said, this is this is kind of like a, a trial run. Yeah. So it's a the first time they're doing it's gonna it. be a hell of a lot of fun. And I think Dave yeah. was able to Dave Castro was able to um, get a have some input. Yeah, into obstacles. And I think it, it, the word is is that it he got ring muscle ups put in. Nice. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. So it should be fun. a lot of people can climb a rope, but I think we'll how have, many people could do a muscle up? Yeah, we'll probably have 25, 30 people there, which is cool. Oh, that's awesome. Yep. Um uh, speaking of events and affiliate events if you don't do a holiday party do a holiday party and if you don't do it pre-holiday we we did it for a number of years we did it post-holiday we did it yeah, after the first we did year post-holiday. and those were great it was that was a lot of fun people appreciated it because it's you know they got you have all the normal parties that you got to go yep. to family friends yep. and the schedule stuff it's such a busy time of the year too and, and you wait one week after the first yeah. and you do your part party and we had good turnout and it was a hell of a lot of fun yeah so, but, but oh, I, I oh. think that's an easy event for an affiliate owner to do. Are we throwing a theme on it this year? Oh, we didn't put a theme. <laughs> no theme this year, but we have done themes in the past and themes are fun too. Themes are fun. We did a, yeah. what was that? The ski party. The, the ski, ski party. Yeah. <laughs> it was like an 80s yeah. theme 80s, ski party. 80s ski, ski lodge. Ski lodge. Dude, that was right. very good. Um, no theme, but we are, we are going to get barbecue and we're yeah. going to, ours is because of all of the places we're booked up. Mm-hmm. We ended up uh, with a date, uh, December 23rd. So, okay. Oh, so that's really close. To but Christmas it is out. it is up on the Diablo app. You can mm-hmm. sign up. So get signed up. We want a lot of people that they are a lot of fun. There'll yeah. be music there and and a DJ and uh, lots of barbecue, healthy food, real food there. So it's gonna be that whole top top floor up. Yeah, top. whole top floor. Oh, that's cool. Yep, that'll be fun. 
And I would encourage other affiliates to do the same. Do, and yeah. we, I do two things during the holidays, by the way, just as so I should put it out there. We take our staff, all of our coaches and people that work in the front desk and their spouses out to dinner during the holidays as well. Mm-hmm. We do that a couple of weeks before the holiday party. Um, and we just, it's, it's a nice time for us to yeah. be away from our members and kind of, you know, sh- you know, share, share stories. And- it's also a really good time too, because it's not often that you see all the coaches in the same time zone, right? Yeah. Cause you've got people right. open people close yeah. and, and there's not a lot of crossover. Oh yeah. So it's a really cool time to get together and, oh, yeah. and, you, and you, never, you never get to meet their partners. Exactly. And, yeah. So, significant others coming out. No, it's, it's something we've done. I don't know, probably the last 10 years. Yeah. I don't know. Eight I think to 10 years. I think you've been doing at least. And it's, and it's, and it's great fun. We have a good time. It's very relaxing yeah. and, and cool thing. It's kind of, it's nice to shoot the shit and have fun and be with our families. Yeah. So think about that for your, staff they'll appreciate it um december progression so we got to december mm-hmm. today we opened up uh well this is kind of december ish we're finishing yeah, we're november. starting we're starting early with the december it's okay so continuing on so deadlifts yeah so primary strength and so this is the third month of- this is the third and final month of this training phase okay. yes um and so a couple of things this 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 month we are deadlifting as our primary and we're going to build up to a one at max and and just keep in mind if you've been following along um we've we've had our deadlifts last month we worked on some rdls so we've been really trying to prioritize that hip hinge and that's why i asked you this morning like how how are everybody moving the deadlifts looking good because sometimes that's one of those you know areas where you want to be cautious over somebody that's maybe not super proficient on the hinge um, but we've gotten a lot of practice and the consistency is carried over to where now we are available to really go heavy. So we're dropping a ton of the volume down and, and just working on uh, heavier percentages. Um, and then as our secondary strength, we're going into overhead squats um, as a, you know another intense level of squatting. Right? So yeah, Let me just ask you on the overhead, mm-hmm. overhead squats as a secondary. I, yeah. I like that. I'm comfortable with overhead squats. Mm. Though it is more taxing on my shoulders than it used to be when I was younger. Yeah. But um, what are your like? What about people that don't have that mobility for overhead squats and and people that don't have the mobility and are um, older members mm-hmm. who literally just have extreme difficulties with the overhead squats? So you know, as far as the overhead squat, I think and the way I coach it is if somebody is really missing that range of motion, then there's really no advantage or, or benefit to forcing them into an overhead squat. So if you have somebody that's maybe doing a quarter squat with a bar supported overhead in a good position, then you can maybe progressively work them to a box and then progressively work down. But keep in mind, range of motion should be a priority over intensity. Yeah. So as far as loading goes, you're going to maybe just work with an empty bar and just progressively work lower. Um, there's a ton of flexibility benefits because I mean, you're taking your center of mass and extending it out overhead. So it forces you to stabilize more of your thoracic spine. Um, your shoulders are more involved. So it's, it's a more, it's a fuller squat, I guess you could say when you have somebody that doesn't have that range of motion overhead, that's when it's like, okay, maybe we just modify the squat altogether. Let's do a high bar back squat. So we're working on more of a vertical, vertical upright, uh, torso. or even taking it to a front squat. Um, But I would highly encourage everybody just to continue to fight through this and maintain proper mechanics without letting your ego get ahead to go heavier. 
This right. Is, yeah, this is, it's a movement, you know, group. Uh, that was another one, Greg. Look, people ask him about it. He says, right, that's the one single movement yep. where you can make a instant assessment. It is. And of, of an individual's um, it, uh, ability to move. Yeah. And when I was going through the, when I was uh, NSA, what is it? NSA. NASM. NASM. NASM um, certified. Um, that was our test, right? You, you do a, a, an overhead squat to kind of establish, you know, where are the imbalances? Where should right. we be targeting, you know, corrective exercises, you know, to, to improve on those positions to make a better function. Um, but with this being our secondary strength, this is a chance to kind of get some exposure to it on a consistent level as we head into the next, the next training phase, which is essentially open prep. You know, we, we might be seeing some snatches, which does involve that overhead squat position. Um, we've seen overhead squats and open workouts before. So I just want to make sure that we've had some time to really kind of hone in on that skill and have some consistency to progress through it. Okay. Right. Um, and then along with the secondary, we've had our skill. Now the skill is kind of picking up from our last month. We had, um, our inverted positions. We're working on like a progression from piked handstand positions all the way up into, um, freestanding handstand holds right. which has been really cool to watch people actually you know commit and practice that freestanding handstand yeah um this month we're going to be doing a little bit different we're going to be going to actual handstand push-up but we're also supersetting it with a rope climb now the reason for this is it's a superset push pull at the beginning of each session we're going to start off with a handstand kipping practice and a rope climb practice you know alternating weeks depending on the week um, but the reason for it is we have two different types of adaptation, right? We've got a physiological adaptation. We've got a neurological adaptation. When we just practice something like a handstand pushup, that's a really neurological adaptation. We're practicing that inverted balance um, with a kip. Now we're including some uh, accuracy components of timing. So to be able to successfully do that movement pattern efficiently and safely, you got to have that adapt, that neurological adaptation as part of it. So we're starting off the beginning of the session with that skill component, but then we're going to go ahead and transition over to a physiological adaptation, which is like, you know, you're just strength building, you're endurance building, right? Now we're going to be working more of a strict handstand pushup and a strict rope climb variation. A rope climb variation is going to be between, you know, a, just a, a rope lay down, like a really stiff body rope lay down or, um, a legless rope climb or even a uh, L-sit climb. Okay. So there, the idea of these, this sequence is to kind of build up our ability to do these movement patterns corrective, correctly, but then using the EMOM format afterwards with a strict component to build more strength. So then when we apply that um, skill component to the, the raw strength component, we can become way more efficient overall. Right. There's definitely room for improvement on both of those. And what's yeah. nice is the timing prior to the open. Yeah. And quarterfinals. So you you won't see rope climbs. We won't in, see rope climbs in which the is, open, but we will see rope climbs in the quarterfinals. We will see rope climbs in quarterfinals. Um, and we could see handstand push-ups in the um in, in the, the open. open. Yeah. But with what's been going on, I think I talked a little bit about this last week. Um the when you look at the trajectory and what we've done in the past with, you know, games doing something, and then you see it at the regional level, then you see it at the open level, it trickles down. Right. And with that freestanding handstand, or not the freestanding, it was the, the wall facing deficit handstand pushup. 
in our progression, that is our second, or that's our, that's the top progression is to do a wall facing handstand pushup, which is a strict pattern. Now that's something that I would highly recommend that athletes that have the ability to do it. There's no prescribed rep scheme on this whole sequence. Our goal is to use that time and just stick with a number that's consistent, whether it's one rep every minute on the minute or two, three, whatever the case is, it's, it's kind of open to you as an individual to work on, to improve yourself. Right. As long as the form's not crappy. Yeah. Well, a lot of that Go stuff, anywhere. like the, the wall facing handstand pushups, if you got crappy form, you're not going to get the pattern, yeah, right? Yeah, you're not gonna get it right. <laughs> it's going to be a, yeah, it's, it's kind of like a of... lie detector. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> um, cool. And then, uh, just to end up the, the discussion today, going about 35 minutes it looks like um i wanted to talk about um year-end challenges and then new year's challenges because these are a big part of the year uh people's um events within affiliates and it's something we've done and we've done successfully and they're and and it, it gets more people on board especially if there's prizes or there's a way to measure it and make it public um it does hold people accountable and i um, I used to be anti-challenge, but now I, I enjoy challenges because of the societal challenges that we face with the amount of food and drink and parties and socialization stuff that happens. Um, exercise or fitness challenges or nutrition challenges during this period of time is a great way to help keep, keep people on track. We use uh, SugarWad for our workout tracking similar to beyond the whiteboard, similar to Wattify, all the others that are out there, a way for people to essentially track their workouts. And all we do is, is we put the challenge on SugarWad. In this case, in December, uh, we'll be doing a movement challenge. And, it's, and, I'm, and I keep it really simple. And I put it as a daily movement challenge. And if you walk, run, or ride, uh, or row, walk, run, ride, or row, um, in the morning, midday, or evening, up to three times a day. Basically, get a score. Um, and it's really simple, just a point for each time. Although I'm going to give some weighting towards the morning. I'll let people in the morning to have a little <laughs> bit greater weighting. Because there is more There's there's more benefit to There's that, more right? benefit to initiating that movement pre-meal, yeah. so in a fasted state. A fasted state, yeah. Um, in terms of managing your glucose levels throughout the day helps manage your helps keep your glucose levels at a, at a lower level throughout the day just by initiating with you know some sort of movement activity and it doesn't have to be high intensity at all no. and crossfit workouts and crossfit classes aren't going to count mm -hmm. so it's going to be additional activity and ideally what i want people to do is get up early go for a 15 minute walk so in the middle of the day take a 15 minute break from work and go for a walk this is going to be targeting a lot of the 100k challenge people yeah then this, be all over this. yeah and well the, they will be all over it right so the, we have 100k 100 kmc go to 100kmc.com begins december 1st ends december 31st for a charity but they have to accumulate 100,000 yeah, meters yeah. um in activity uh, for the month and this is certainly for them it'll be easy for them it'll be easy for them yeah yeah but then um and i save the nutrition challenges for the beginning of the year mm -hmm. um instead of doing those right in the holidays, in the holidays yeah and the reason is one, I want people to enjoy the holidays and not, you know, I want people to think about it obviously in, in uh, trying to, you know, essentially, essentially act with moderation with everything. But then in the beginning of the year, 
we're all in a mindset. I don't care what people say. You shouldn't have New Year's goals really. It is, you know, bullshit because it, it is New Year's. It's the, it's, it is the thing to do. It's the new year, new you, new, new year, new you, new challenge, <laughs> new challenge. But it, that's a, that's a good time. It, like you may as well get on board with it Yeah. and, but break it down. And I would say, make it easy. Don't make it. If you're an affiliate and you're trying to do this for your community, keep it really, yeah. really simple. The simpler we've kept it, the better. It's almost like less touches. The better. Yeah. For us, we've always had the, what we call the dry caveman. It was, uh, January 1st to February yeah. 14th, no alcohol. Last year we did a, um, you had a scored thing. Yeah, it was scored. Yeah, it was, it was drinking sugar and it was again through sugar. Yeah, yeah. And you added points up yeah. and you get a point for all of those things that you did. Mm -hmm. It was a little complex, probably a little too yeah. complex. Yeah. Talking about making it easy. Yeah. Making it easy <laughs> for the owner. Cause you know, yeah. we had to answer questions. Well, what if I yeah. did this? And if, what if I ate this? And, um, uh, but people enjoy tracking and yeah. it, it, Here's what it does. One, it reinforces the behavior. Two, it, it teaches people how to track and monitor themselves. Um, but this year, for uh, I haven't decided what the nutrition challenge is going to be, mm -hmm. but it'll probably be related to alcohol, maybe sugar. But I'm going to mm -hmm. keep it super simple and something they can just put in a sugar wad. Yeah, and and get a point. And then what's cool is other people do it, and then you get you know people make comments and and You're you get able recognition. To accumulate the points at the end of the month too, yeah. right? Oh, absolutely. Okay. We did, that's what we did too. Yeah. We published a report. Yeah. I just Greg gathered their data and put it out, yeah. which was fun. Then you can, you can have a winner if you want and give a prize for the winners. But it make them related to what they do already, tracking mm -hmm. their workouts or CrossFit workouts. Keep it similar to that, mm -hmm. and you'll probably get pretty significant buy-in. And if you keep it super simple. Um, people can build off the super simple for long term. Yeah, so that's what we do. And all we'll, ours will we'll definitely have a alcohol challenge at the beginning of the year and give people you know thirty forty five days to just see what it's like to not have alcohol and see how significant the, alcohol the dry is in their caveman. Lives. Yeah, dry caveman. And I mean, like with the, the dry caveman thing, like in the past, I've like dry like not a big drinker, but sugar yeah. man. That's yeah. that's. That's like my alcohol, right? Yeah. It's it's a, an addictive drug in some cases. Oh, I was talking to a member about and, it today. Did, did she said she goes, "I have one piece of pie." She goes, "It's like it all comes yeah. back to me." She goes, then I want another. You know, I instantly want another piece of pie. She goes, "I yeah. haven't had pie in like three months." Yeah, and the reason why I say this is like, if if you are somebody out there that's like, "Hey, let me," uh, I don't I don't really drink, so I can't really participate in this. Like, well, yeah, make true. sugar your alcohol. Yeah, like, just yeah. cut it. Yep. Yeah. So anyway. Um, Put together an easy challenge. Yeah. Um, put it on your um, workout tracking system that you use, and 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 it's a hell of a lot of fun to get the community involved mm -hmm. and everybody. You know what's cool is the community support that you get yeah. when you post your results. Yeah, that's I. I mean, the community support aspect I think is it's something that a lot of people like underestimate. It's another reason why CrossFit cures chronic disease. There you go. Because you come here and you've got a supportive community to keep you adhering your goal, and then you get to hang out with it. But the hardest thing for people to do to break a habit or make a new habit is to find a supportive community. Even family and friends don't do that. Oh, that's, I mean, family and friends in some cases are oh, the yeah. ones that are undermining, maybe yeah. help, not helping the process. Well, yeah. At they all. don't want you to change because it makes them look, you know, yeah. it makes them they, look, they might have they to feel change. insecure. They yeah. might have to change. Yeah. So you, that's why the CrossFit community is like an awesome place for people to be. Yeah. You got friends that support you and do the same thing that you do. Mm -hmm. And that's what it takes in a sea of calorie dense foods and, and, Poor health advice. Yeah. Anyway, on that note, <laughs> CrossFit cures chronic disease. All right. Thanks, man. All right, guys. Talk to you next week. Until next time.